Hey there, and welcome to the devotional. I'm Walter, the dyslexic bilingual hillbilly and pastor of the Rhine River Baptist Church. Today is Monday, September 4th, 2023, and today is our 204th devotional. And today, as we continue on with our biblical character series, uh, we're looking at the life of Judah. Um, Judah was the fourth son of uh, Jacob, and so you might be saying, why are you looking at him instead of uh, Reuben? Um, we'll get into that a little bit more, but uh, Judah really became the leader of the family. He was a criminal who turned into the family leader. And so um, as we get started, we're going to look at Genesis chapter 37, verses 26 through 27. It says this, And Judah said unto his brethren, What profit is it if we slay our brother and conceal his blood? Come and let us sell him to the Ishmaelites, and let us and let not our hand be upon him. For he is our brother and our flesh, and his brothers were content. Um, you might say, well, why did you read that verse? I mean, that was early on in his life. And why did you read that one? Well, it seems like uh, we see some traits with his life right here that carry on uh, all the way through his life. Um, for one, you see that uh, he, he was looking to make a profit here. He was looking to... Uh, he didn't want to just harm his brother. He wanted to make a profit off of harming his brother. So uh, he's kind of a devious fella here. Uh, and, and honestly, uh, for many of us, um, if we're left to our own devices early on, uh, the Bible says a child that's left to himself will bring his his mother and his father to shame. And that's exactly what Judah did here. He, uh, it, it appears that he was neglected. Uh, he's the fourth child. I mean, you have to really do stuff to, uh, out of the ordinary to stand out as the fourth child. Uh, he was the chi child of uh, the wife that was not loved. Uh, it, it, it could be that shortly after this, Joseph was born, and so he's overshadowed by Joseph. His dad is ignoring him. His mom, obviously, is probably ignoring him. And so he's left to get into all kinds of trouble. And so he was willing to sell his brother. Uh, this is his half-brother, yes, but but he was just, it, he was cruel. He was just plain out cruel in the way that he operated here. He didn't want... Um, he, he didn't want to come home empty-handed. Uh, he wanted to make a profit off of this. And so he also was able to uh, word it in such a way that his brothers went along with what was going on here with, with his idea. Uh, and he did it in such a way where Reuben was not part of the decision-making process. He waited until Reuben was out of the way uh, to, to cause this betrayal. Um, and as we move forward with his life, we'll see that uh, he is quite a conniver. He is quite a uh, a ruthless fellow. But uh, it, it you take those same qualities and you pair them with one simple thing, and it made all the difference. So the next thing that we see of, of him 
is pretty much all of Genesis chapter 38. You find this story of uh, Judah. He has three sons already. He's got Ur and Onan, and the third one was, uh, I never can pronounce these words right, but uh, Shilah. Um, so that was his third son. And, and so his first son, he gets a wife for him. Her name is Tamar. And because God, it, it says that Ur was wicked before the Lord, uh, God killed him. And then uh, Onan comes in and does something else that's wicked before the Lord. He doesn't want to raise up the seed of his brother, um, very much like what uh, Boaz did later on. Uh, you'll see in the family setting, Boaz raised up the name of his his brother, but um, we won't get get into that today. But uh, God killed both of these boys, uh, Ur and Onan. And so Judah was supposed to give his third son, uh, Shelah, to his daughter-in-law, Tamar. But he said, why don't we wait on that? Wait until he grows a little bit more, and then I'll give him to you. And she agreed to that. She went home. But after a few years, she realized he wasn't going to give uh, his son to her. Um, she wasn't going to be made part of the family. Um, and, and so she does something quite conniving. Uh, she dressed up as a prostitute, as a harlot. And, and she knew that he was going to shear sheep in a certain area. And so he, she went and sat by the road and pretended to be a harlot. And when he comes by after his wife is dead, he comes by and he sees her sitting there and, and he goes in to her and she says, well, you've got to send me a kid uh, as payment here. And he says, I don't have a kid with me, but I can do that later. And she says, not a problem. Just give me your ring and your staff and that'll be good enough. And make a long story short, um, they uh, had their relations and he goes to send the kid and she's not there. She has put off her harlot's attire. And a few months later, she is found to be with child. And he says, bring her out. Uh, we're going to, we're going to burn her with fire and very cruel. I mean, it, it appears that he is wanting to get rid of this problem of Tamar. And she says, not a problem. I don't mind. Uh, just let it be known. Uh, I'm pregnant from the person whose ring and staff this is. And everybody knew that it was Judas and he had to acknowledge his sin. And he did. He acknowledged She's more righteous than I am. Uh, I should have dealt with her properly, and I didn't. And uh, when he acknowledges his sin there, uh, it appears that that was the, the turning point for him. He starts to act as someone that is thinking about his family. Um, when she has a child, when she has her children, she has twins. And, and her twins are um, very famous in the Jewish, in, in Judah, you had Perez and Zehar. Uh, Perez is uh, the great, 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 great grandfather of David and ultimately of Christ. And so you see how God works out situations 
for his own honor and glory. Here you had Tamar. She was not a Jewish person. It appears that she was uh, of the descendants of uh, Moses's father-in-law, uh, Jesse, and she wasn't a Canaanite either. So um, that plays a role too. We won't get into that so much, but here Judah is humbled and this humbling, uh, it changed him. And, and he realized he wasn't as good of a person as he thought he was. And it seems that from this point on, he is willing to take responsibility for the family. And when they go to buy corn, he is the one that steps up instead of Reuben. Judah is the one that steps up and, and takes the leadership role in speaking to Joseph and moving the family. And it all started, it appears to me, it all goes back to this point where he was willing to repent of the sin that he had with Tamar. And then he was willing to repent of the sin with, with Joseph. And, and so it changed his life and turned him into not just a, a scoundrel, but it turned him into the leader that he needed to be. And so there are a few things that we can learn from his life. First off, we can be sure that our sins will find us out. Numbers chapter 32, verse 23. Uh, I know this is talking, Moses is talking uh, to the three tribes that are staying on the other side of Jordan. Uh, they're supposed to come with him. And he tells them, if you do this thing, uh, it'll all be good. But if you don't, you be sure that your sins will find you out. God will punish you. And, and this is a theme throughout the word of God. Uh, if we sin, it will not be hid. If we try to conceal our sin, uh, Psalms tells us, uh, we will not prosper. So be sure your sins will find you out. Judah learned that lesson. Uh, the next thing that we can learn from this, uh, we should understand that the way we treat others is the same way that we will be treated in the future. Uh, Galatians chapter 6, verse 7, it says this, Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. If we treat God's creatures, if we treat people that are created in God's image in a deceitful way, in a harmful way, you can be sure they're not going to want to deal with you anymore. And God himself will look at that and you will not be a blessed person. Uh, it will come back to haunt you later on. So be not deceived. God is not mocked. He is, he is the one that, that brings vengeance about. And, and you can see that in the way that, that Judah lived his life. Another thing that I would like to point out, um, if we will acknowledge our sin, God can turn something good from that. First uh, John chapter 1, verse 9, it tells us this. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Um, there's not a single sin that's ever been committed that Christ could not forgive. And, and you might say, you just don't know. I mean, think about uh, Timothy McVeigh or think about uh, some of these, you know, Genghis Khan, uh, Stalin. Uh, can God forgive them? Absolutely. He paid the price on the cross. His, he's omnipotent. He has all power. And if he didn't have all power to forgive sin, then he's not God. Uh, we 
we do him short. We, we take away from his glory when we say that he can't forgive a sin that we've committed. Uh, we're saying that our sin is greater than God. And that's paramount to blasphemy right there. God can forgive any sin and he can take what has been done and turn it into good. If he could take the sin of the priests nailing Christ to the cross and the, the Romans uh, being cowards and putting Christ on the cross, if he can take that sin and turn it to our salvation, can he not take our sin that we've done and turn it to good? Should we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Romans chapter 6 tells us. So I hope you'll take that to heart and remember it. And, and I hope this is an encouragement to you that the way you've lived in the past, it's in the past. Yes, there are going to be consequences for it. But as we move forward, if you will live your life in a righteous way, in a God-honoring way, following Christ, things could be different in the future if we will choose to follow him. So I hope that's an encouragement to you. Uh, until the next time, auf Wiederhören.